Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haprasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. Before I preach the Word of God, I'd like to read this scripture to remind all of you. Sometimes we need to be reminded. Because we tend to forget in this busy business of life. And the Lord talked to me on Saturday morning to read this scripture to the whole congregation to remind you about something. And this is for everybody. In Matthew chapter 16, 25 to 27. Matthew 16, 25 to 27. This is not preaching yet, just to remind you. For whoever decides to save life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? For the Son of Man will come in the glory of his Father with his angels, and then he will reward each according to his works. Matthew 6.33 But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Since I became a Christian 33, 34 years ago, I make a decision to choose God first, to seek God first. Because even though I may have everything in the world, money, big houses, big 401k, account, I have many houses or vacation home if I have all those things. But if I lose my life, it's not going to benefit me. I just want to encourage all of you because every day you wake up, you need to make a decision whether you're going to choose God or you choose something else. I want to specifically talk to the parents in this room, specifically to parents and young kids too. All these years, I and my wife, Pasadar, choose God first. We will choose God and the church before any other activities. The reason because what is the benefit if I become a great preacher to many countries and to many churches, but my kids go to hell? It's not going to be beneficial. Therefore, my primary responsibility is to make sure that my children will know Jesus. And will go to heaven with me. I can save the whole world, but if my children go to hell, it's not going to be good. Therefore, I would like to encourage all the parents in this room, you need to make choice between football game on Sunday or the church. Between having good time in a party on Sunday or the church. You know, human beings build habit, build lifestyle. If you don't train your children to love the church and to go to church and love Jesus and serve Jesus, you can lose your children into the world and they may reject Jesus one day. And I don't want to see children go into the things of the world. I want to see them love God with all their heart and no one in your family will go to hell. I just speak directly to you. I don't want anybody to go to hell. I don't want to see the kids in this church one day go to hell because they reject Jesus. Sometimes we cannot blame them because the parents 
Let them have their own way. Oh, Dad, I don't need to go to church on Sunday. You know, if my kids say that to me, I will say, as long as you're in my house and eat my rice in the pot, you have to come to church with me. There is no if and or but unless you go out of your house and you eat, you feed yourself. But as long as you depend on my paycheck, you need to come to church with me. You have to come. Period. You know why? It's gonna take a while for them to get in, but if we don't compromise, they're gonna serve God and love God for the rest of their life. I just want to talk to the parents. Don't let football game. Don't let anything else come before God. The Bible says in Psalm chapter 90. Wow. Quiet today. Psalm 92, 92 verses 12 on to 14. The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. Those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bear fruit in old age. I like that. They shall be fresh and flourishing to declare that the Lord is upright. He is my rock and there is no unrighteousness in him. It's so important, brothers and sisters, to root yourself in the local church. Definitely, you need to pick the right local church to root in. And it's between you and God. I'm not saying that you have to join this church. But you need to root yourself in the good, spirit-filled, biblical churches. Because if you do that, even at the old age, you will still flourish. You're going to see your children and grandchildren love God. I am speak like this as a spiritual father to you because I'm concerned. Some of you may be deceived by the things of the world and start to compromise not to commit yourself to the local church and not to bring your children to church on Sunday. It's a habit, as I say. If you don't build that habit, they will be gone one day. I have no question at all. After why I die at 120 years old, it's going to be a long time. My kids and grandkids still go to church because I built that habit. Amen? Amen? Everyone say amen. amen. I say this because I love you. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. We need to be reminded sometime. Choose God first. Choose the kingdom of God first. Don't choose other things first. It will pay off. Amen? amen. Now we're going to talk about spiritual eyes. We preach about spiritual eyes already two times. How to develop or sharpen or enlighten our spiritual eyes. This is an important subject because if you can have a sharp spiritual eyes, you can save yourself from a lot of problems. And you can be successful. You can have victory in life. Spiritual eyes are related to the spiritual kingdom. Even though we live in the natural world, but there is also spiritual realm. Demons are real. God is real, heaven is real, hell is real, angels are real. We are living in the physical world, but there is also the spiritual realm. And in fact, the spiritual realm out there, the first, the second, and the third heaven, 
impact our spiritual life. If you read the Bible carefully, you can see so many times what happened in the spiritual realm impact the children of Israel. Today, we cannot just teach our members just to be in the natural all the time. We need to train you to be spiritual and to be sensitive in the spiritual realm, and so that we can have a sharp spiritual eyes. Last time we learned how to sharpen our spiritual eyes. Number one, we learned that we need to keep our eyes on Jesus, who He is, how He minister, how He live on earth, how He serve the Father. Jesus must be our real best model. I'm not going to go through that again. Number two, we need to diligently study the Word, listen to the Word of God. I want to encourage brother and sister in this church. Don't take it for granted, because we have hundreds of teaching for free of charge at the CD and MP3 table every Sunday. You can download into your iPad, iPod, pod, uh, whatever computer or memory stick, and you feed yourself every day with the word. You need to read the Bible. Yes, you need to read the Bible. But in the car, you cannot read the Bible because the police will not be happy. That you read the Bible in the car. One time, I was reading something on my lap when I was driving next to Overlake Hospital, and one of my co-workers drove by, and he made his finger like this to me. <laughs> he knew that I was reading something about the church. So it's true, I should not read in the car. <laughs> I need to just listen in the car. We can listen in the car. While we're cooking, we can listen to the Word of God. We have so many series that we produce in this church. When I call some pastor and some members in another country, they say they listen to the teaching three hours a day. And their faith grows so fast. They're so strong. Why? We need to get into the Word of God. Because in order to see clearly, we need to have a clear light. We should be able to see it clearly in the spiritual realm. And the Bible says clearly in Psalm 119, verse 105, The Word is a lamb unto my feet. And a light unto my path. Verse 130, chapter 119. The entrance of your words gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. You may be simple, you may not be a PhD guy. But if you know the word, that word will give you light. And you can see things beyond the natural. You're going to have the mind of Christ. You will see things the way God sees. That's why it's so important. That's why it's so important. That's why it's so important that we need to know the Word. We need to listen to the Word. We need to read the Bible. Amen? We need to build faith because faith comes by hearing and hearing of the Word of God. The spiritual kingdom is about faith because you don't see with your own eyes. You cannot just go by what you see and what you feel. You need to go by faith. That's why you need to build faith. Everything comes to you by faith, not by your good works. It comes by faith. You need to feed your life with the Word of God. Take serious. Get the habit. Build the discipline of listening to the sermon, reading the Bible every day, study the Bible all the time. Amen? Get into the Word of God. We need to know the Word in order to have a clear spiritual eyes. Everyone say the Word of God. Everyone say Jesus is my model. Follow me as I follow Christ. That's what Paul said. 
Now the third way to develop your spiritual eyes is in Ephesians chapter 1 verses 17 to 23. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit, everyone say spirit, of wisdom and revelation, revelation, so that you may know him better. I pray that the eyes of your heart, this is not physical eyes, it's the eyes of your spirit, the heart means spirit, the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you. May know the promise of God, your life in heaven, your name is recorded in the book of life. You will have rewards in heaven, your hope for the future in heaven, okay? Which he has called you the richest of his glorious inheritance in his holy people. God promised today on earth what belong to you, inheritance. We need to know by the Spirit and His incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is the same as the mighty strength He exerted when He raised Christ from the dead and seated Him at His right hand in the heavenly realms. Far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every name that is invoked, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. And God placed all things under his feet, appointed him to be head over everything, him in Jesus, for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. Everyone say prayer. We need to ask God to reveal to us Paul say in verse 1, I keep asking that the God of our Lord will enlighten the eyes of your heart. So the third principle is to keep connecting with God. When I say pray, it doesn't mean just to kneel down while you are doing the devotion time in the morning. But you have the habit of connecting with the antenna, come up all the time, communicating with God. That God will reveal to you and show to you, this is how I, I walk every day, how I live. Every single minute of my life. When people say something, when my patient says something, my antenna come up. I listen to God. Ask God what I need to see, what is going on in their life, in their body, that I can help them as a neurosurgeon. Every time I talk to the members or pastor, I will connect to God and listen to God. And who will speak to me to show me the knowledge and revelation beyond what I can see with my natural eyes? Who? The spirit of wisdom and revelation. The church must go 1,000% with the word. And the church must go 1,000% with the spirit. We cannot have one or the other. We need to have the fullness of the word and the fullness of the spirit of God. Because the more of the Holy Spirit in you, the more revelation you will get. The more understanding you will see in the spiritual realm. That's why I love the presence of God. I love revival service. I love to see the Holy Spirit came down and touched people. And God filled people up. I call myself spiritual arsonist. You know, arsonist means... 
like to burn houses. But I don't go out burn houses. I like to send the fire from heaven to burn people. Because when the fire came in, burn the chunk out, all the color problem in your eyes that you don't see things will be burned out and you can have more revelation and understanding in the spiritual realm. We need to pray. We need the Holy Spirit. I give you one example in the Old Testament. In the Old Testament, one time, a king of Syria, and the Bible used the word the king of Aram, was very mad at the children of Israel. And he was very mad at Elisha. You see what happened at that time. In 2 Kings chapter 11, verse 17, this enraged the king of Aram, which is the king of Syria. He summoned his officers and demanded of them, tell me, which of us is on the side of the king of Israel? This is the enemy of God's people. None of us, my lord, the king said one of his officers, but Elisha, the prophet who is in Israel, tells the king of Israel the very word you speak in your bedroom. In other words, Elisha has a gift of prophecy. He knew what he talked in the bedroom. God showed him the revelation, the spirit of revelation, showed him what this guy was talking in the bedroom. Now the king of Syria got mad. Go find out where he is, the king ordered. So I can send men and capture him. The report came back. He is in Dothan. Then he sent horses and chariots and a strong force there. Can you imagine one man with a big army? He sent a big army to get Elisha. They went by night and surrounded the city. When the servant of the man of God, which means Elisha, got up and went out early the next morning, an army with horses and chariots had surrounded the city. Wow. He saw big army fill the landscape with the big army. I believe that he was, must be scared to see that. Oh no, my Lord, what shall we do? The servant asked. The prophet answered, don't be afraid. Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Hmm. Interesting. Two guys sitting in the house of the city. Look at the big army. And Elisha said, those who are with us are more than with them. If you listen to Elisha, you may think he's crazy. This guy is not. He needs to go to the psychiatric floor. And Elisha pray. Everyone say pray. pray. Ask God. Everyone say pray again. Pray. Ask God. Open his eyes. What eye is this? Spiritual eyes, Lord, so that he may see, pray, and ask God to reveal. Then the Lord opened the servant's eyes, and he looked and saw the hills full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elijah. Praise God. You know what he saw? He saw the big army of angels around them. The army of angels, more than the other side. Do you know why more than the other side? Because only one-third of angels fell. The other two-thirds is on our side. Everyone say, I have more on my side. Two-thirds. The other side is only one-third. So the army of God <laughs> around them, bigger than the, the army of the king of Syria. 
He saw. He was able to have the revelation of the spiritual realm because his master Elisha prayed and asked God. Amen. Amen. My dear brother, sister, we need to be spiritual people with the sharp, enlightened spiritual eyes. Don't walk by sight. This servant of Elisha walked by sight. He saw the big army and he said, oh no, we're going to die. We're going to be toasted in trouble right now. He used his eyes. He used his feeling to go by. We are spiritual people. We are God's children. We can see things more than the natural things. And God can reveal to us more than what we can see. I want to encourage all of you not to go by just what you see with your own eyes. I heard a comment like this many times, both in this church and outside the church in other countries. Oh, I don't know about this kind of the word of fire of God thing. Oh, if they have the fire, why all the people not good in the church? Why they all not look like angels right now? Why they all still make mistakes? The fire, what is the fire thing? I heard this in Thailand too, not only here. They don't have spiritual eyes. Actually, when I heard that, the Holy Spirit spoke to me right away. Son, number one, it's not right to judge people. Number two, how do you know that that member of the church will be worse without the fire today? You may not see the completion of how a person improved yet overnight because it takes time for God to clean them up. But without the fire, their life may be even worse than today. That's why you cannot touch people by looking at the circumstances now because if they don't stay in the church with the fire, their life may be more miserable. That's why you cannot touch people. You need to have a spiritual eye to see actually they're better than before. Better than 10 years ago. We cannot just go by what people say. We cannot just go by what the newspapers say. Go by what the television say. We need to go by what the Spirit say and what the Word of God say. Stick with the Word. Stick with the Spirit. Don't be influenced by the comment of your friend. Oh, that Holy Ghost stuff. Hey, look at what the Bible says, not what your friend says. Your friend says what the Holy Ghost stuff. I don't care what you say. I care what the Bible says. I'm going to go by what the Holy Spirit showed me, not your comment, not the TV, not the, even some preacher say, because we need to stick with the Word of God. Amen? Amen? We need to be sensitive in the spirit realm. When you come out to be prayed for, you come out to be called laboratory. You practice. Everyone say practice. Practice the presence of God. What does it mean, practice the presence of God? You come out, you learn, you practice how to connect to the Holy Spirit by being hungry, yielding, humble, and press in. You learn that while you, you come to the prayer line or you come, come to the church on Sunday. You, you learn how to connect. When you worship God on Sunday and you raise your hand and Holy Spirit start to come down, you cry, you begin to connect to God. That is practice because when you go to shopping mall or when you talk to your boss or your employees or your customer, at that time, your spirit will be sensitive enough and quick enough to be able to connect to the Holy Spirit. And you pray, God, show me right now, show me. And the Holy Spirit will give you revelation. You practice. He's going to give you the word to say more than normal human can do because you walk with the Spirit of God. It's about faith. Amen? 
Everyone say pray. Everyone say the Spirit. So Jesus is our model. The Word of God must be filled in our life so that we can see things in God's way. And three, we need to pray and ask God, connect to God all the time. Listen to God, ask God to show us what's going on, and ask the Holy Spirit to be our guide, our teacher, and our comforter and helper. Amen? Depend on the Holy Spirit all the days of your life. Now I'm going to give you example of how we should look at the situation. Everyone say, look at. We're going to look at the situation by having the Word of God as our guidance. The Holy Spirit and the Word never contradict each other. If somebody say, the Holy Spirit work in me right now. For example, if somebody come up and prophesy something. <laughs> I remember I watched YouTube one day, and a lady come up in that YouTube, and her head was spinning. I was looking. That is not the character of Jesus. Look like demonic. And she began to prophesy in the microphone. This is in the YouTube long time ago. And she began to prophesy in the microphone. All of what she say is opposite to the Bible. I shook my head and I turned off that YouTube. I said, this is not God. Because number one, the Holy Spirit will reveal the character of Jesus. The Holy Spirit will come with joy, peace, kindness, love, tender-hearted, compassion. Not come up with all kind of flesh. Two, the word that the Holy Spirit say will be according to the word of God. This is our guideline. How do you know that a prophecy is from God? How do you know that a person come to you and talk to you or do something that come from the Spirit? The Bible. That's why we need to know the Bible. I give you example. John 10 verse 10. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life, that they may have it more abundantly. First Chronicles 16.34 Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good, for His mercy endures forever. When you understand these two scriptures, and you look at your own life, you look at the situation around you, you look with the eyes of God, that God wants to give people abundant life. God wants to give goodness to people. You become positive. You don't become judgmental. You think in a positive way. When you look at people, God wants to give you abundant life. I pray for you. You don't keep looking at the negative things on people's life. Oh, you don't have enough education. Oh, you, you are not good speaker, so you cannot do anything. No, no, no. God can graciously help people because He's good. That he can give abundant life to people. He can help you. When I first came to the U.S., I remember people shook their head against me because I spoke so thick accent that people could not understand. And many people say that, how are you going to survive in America? When I started this church, many pastors in this city say, you're going to fail terribly because you cannot preach in English. And you will not be able to build a church here because you just trained to be a neurosurgeon. When I heard that, I have to put my eyes on the word. <laughs> not on what you say. I'm going to say, God give me life and more abundantly. God is good to me. His mercy endure forever. Even though I am weak, but the grace is sufficient for me. I can do it. I can do it. 
Amen. You need to look at yourself that way. You need to go by what the Word of God says. Don't listen to the comment of people around you. Don't listen to the comment of the devil. You know the devil is so cunning. He is persistent. The way to put you down, he's going to come up with the critical word against you. You cannot make it. Oh, you fail. You are not good enough. Oh, blah 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 blah. To make you feel bad about yourself. Don't let the devil use you to be his mouth to speak. Down on people. You need to speak the word. God is good to you. He can use you. He's gracious to you. Hey, you can do it. In Philippians chapter four, verse thirteen, I can do all this through Him who give me strength. Amen. Everyone, look at yourself. I can do all things. Whatever God use you, you can do it. Amen. Look at the brother, sister next to you. Look at them and say, "You can do all things. You can do all things. Why we can do all things? What the Bible say? You need to see things from biblical perspective. Romans chapter eight, verse eleven. And if the spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, He who raised Christ from the dead will. Also, give life to your mortal bodies because of His Spirit who lives in you, brothers and sisters. God not only want to have a good plan for your life; He's a good God. His mercy endure forever. He is with you. You can do all things. I went to mission trip last Saturday, Sunday in Los Angeles, and they put me to preach to teach six sessions. Lay hand on two sessions. By the time at the end of Sunday evening. I almost collapsed. I lost all of my strength. I was like, my battery is done. I need to be recharged. Not only that, when I met people in Los Angeles, a couple people coughed to me, poop poop, like this while we are talking. I said, Oh God, I need to go back and work. And you coughed at me. And really, by that evening, I start to have sore throat. I began to have fever right away. But I need. To look at myself from the Bible, say, the Bible said, the Spirit who is in me give life to my mortal body. After I drink water and sleep that night, I say, hey, this sickness cannot stay in me. Tomorrow I can go to perform surgery at Overlake Hospital on Monday, even though I have a long day on Saturday, Sunday. The Spirit in me will give life, will give me strength within 48 hours. All gone. The sore throat, the running nose, the fever, all done. By Tuesday afternoon, I was completely healed. Amen. Because I look at myself the way the Bible say. I don't look at myself as a poor guy went to L.A. Somebody coughed on my face. I'm gonna be sick for another five weeks because this flu thing will last for at least five weeks. Blah blah blah. No, I don't look at the circumstances. I need to go what the Bible say. Have faith. In what the Bible say, look at yourself. Look at the circumstance, the way the Bible say, the spiritual eyes. Second Corinthians chapter four verse seven. But we have this treasure in jars of clay. Our body is a jar of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. What is that treasure in us in this jar of clay? What is that? The Holy Spirit. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Oh, Christians, fellow workers of, in Christ, 
Hello, the chief of God. Do you know that you walk around with the Creator on the inside of you? The Creator who put the moon on the sky, who put the sun out there, the star out there, is in there. His name is Holy Spirit. You are the jar of clay, but with the big guy on the inside. A big God on the inside of you. Amen? You're not walking around as a victim. You're walking around as a victor. I have another name, Victor. Pastor Victor already have one name. I have two names. Varun, Victor Varun. Victory. Because the one who is in me is God. If you can see like that spiritually, your spiritual eye, you see yourself strong. God is in me. You're going to change your perspective and how you walk in this life. Amen? Second Corinthians 12, 9. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. For my power is made perfect in weakness. Sometimes when I heard people criticize me, criticize Pastor Da, criticize our church, you know, sometimes people like to do that. Just keep talking negative to put us down. And I say, yes, I have weakness. This church has a lot of weaknesses. We are not perfect. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. Wow, I like that. Even though I have physical weakness, natural weaknesses in my life, but I need to look at myself and look at the church in a different way. I don't look at it like, oh, poor people, we're going to fail. We're not going to do anything much. No, no, no. In that weakness, God's grace is sufficient. In that weakness, God's going to show that it's not you anyway to do it. Me, do it through you. Amen? Amen? You need to look at things. Your spiritual eye look at things from what the Bible says. Because the opinion of the world system, the opinion of the unbeliever and the ungodly is going to be opposite to the word of God. And you keep listening to them, you're going to be down and down and down and down. You need to look at yourself in a different way. What the Bible says. Amen? Amen? Everyone say, I am the temple of the Holy Spirit. The creator lives in me. He gives life to my mortal body. He give me life. Give it more abundantly. He is a good God. His mercy endures forever. Hallelujah. From now on, can you walk around thinking that way? God loves me. God's good to me. No matter what happened, I'm going to walk by faith. I can do all these things because God is with me. Amen. If you start to get sick, ha, 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 ha. Sick, sickness, get out of here right now. The Holy Spirit in me, give me life. Get out. Now, you don't yield to the symptom. You don't yield to the sickness. You look at yourself. You look at the situation. When I pray for people, I do the same thing. I look at it from biblical perspective, not from human perspective. We need to fill our mind and our eyes with the Word of God. And the Holy Spirit will work with us. The Holy Spirit, okay, this is the truth. Listen carefully. The Holy Spirit can work with you only at the level you know and you have faith. Why certain churches never seen 
speaking in tongues. The same God, the same Bible, but they never seen speaking in tongues. Why certain churches have never seen healing, have never seen deliverance or cast out demon, have never seen miracles and signs and wonders? Do you know why? Not because God is not faithful, because God will work only at the level they believe and they know. God is a gentle man; He will not force His way in. How much you believe, how much you know. If you come to the prayer line and you say, "I don't believe this stuff," it's not going to help me. He will not going to force you. You need to come by faith. That's why it's so important to renew your mind with the Word of God to the level higher. Raise yourself up to His standard and hook up to Him at His level. Not try to pull God down to man's level. Amen. Let me read one more scripture, and then I will close and continue next Sunday or next time. Hebrew twelve. Now look at the situation in another way. Hebrew twelve five to eleven. And have you completely forgotten this word of encouragement that addresses you as a father addresses his son? It says, "My son, do not make light of the Lord's discipline, and do not lose heart when He rebukes you, because the Lord disciplines the one He loves, and He chastens everyone He accepts as His son. Endure hardship as discipline. God is treating you as His children." For what children are not disciplined by their father? If you are not disciplined, and everyone undergoes discipline, then you are not legitimate, not true sons and daughters at all. Moreover, we have all had human fathers who discipline us, and we respected them for it. How much more should we submit to the fathers of spirits? Again, spirits. God is in the spirit realm. And he is a father of spirits, and leave. They discipline us for a little while, as they thought best. But God disciplines us for our good, in order that we may share in His holiness. No discipline seemed pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. After you read this scripture. Your spiritual eye change when you are disciplined by God. When God disciplines you, correct you. I admit that when I was a new believer, first maybe five to ten years, I got a lot of discipline from God because I was very rebellious and naughty, naughty. I did something wrong. God sent discipline to me. I remember one time in the hospital. This is in Thailand. I did not follow the rule of the government. I was a believer, but I did not follow the rule. And bam, God disciplined me. The news went up to the people. I got called in and corrected by the authority. I know right away God let it happen to discipline me that I need to repent. You know, sometimes bad things happen to us because we are naughty. We are either two things: either naughty mean disobedient. Purposefully disobey God, or two, we are ignorant. We don't know the word, and so we make mistake. So God has to do. Uh, 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 uh. God may warn us to the scripture, to reading the Bible, to the sermon, to the pastor. But after a while, if you don't stop, bam, and you get hurt. Oops. Hmm. I need to change. 
And you don't look at that discipline as God hates you, or maybe blame. You know, sometimes people like to blame. Blame the government. Blame the president. Blame the boss. Blame the pastor. Blame the church. Please don't blame people. You are responsible for your own walk with God. Don't blame pastor. Don't blame people. You are responsible. Amen. Amen. So when you get disciplined, what you do? Thank God, I repent. You love me. I'm gonna change the course of my life. I love you so much, Lord, that you love me enough to spank me, to correct me, to send somebody to talk to my face. Hey, stop doing that. Amen. Do you like that? I will ask Pastor Dad to call you more. <laughs> Because her voice softer than me. If I call you, it will be too strong. Discipline has a different level: correction, warning, correction, and eventually, bam, spank. So start from, "Hello, stop doing this." And if you don't stop, maybe face-to-face talk. "Hello, not good." Amen. And then next, boom, spank. Don't go to that level yet. We just repent as soon as possible. Everyone said discipline is good. It's a sign of love. You look at God's discipline; that is a sign of love. Amen. How many people want to have your spiritual eyes sharp, see things the way God look at it? We are the citizen of heaven. We are not the citizen of this world. We need to have the mind of Christ. We need to look at things the way God looks at, not the way the world looks at. Amen. Be trained, get trained to be spiritual people, to have the clear spiritual eyes. Things the way God thinks. Look at things the way God looks at, and you can be used by God. You will not be carnal people. You be spiritual people. I teach you, I show example to you, but you yourself are responsible for your own life. You need to make a decision to change, and let God help you. Amen. Amen. Let's pray, Father. We thank you so much for teaching your children in this house how to enlighten our spiritual eyes. How important. The sensitivity of our spiritual eyes for the things that happen in the spiritual realm, Lord, help us not to be carnal, not to be led by the flesh, or by sight or by feelings. Help us to be the people of the Word. Fill us with Your Holy Spirit, Lord, that we will be led by the Spirit of God. If we have anything. That is a stronghold in our mind, Lord. That the devil has been deceiving and has been lying to us, misunderstanding or ignorance. May your Holy Spirit shine the light into our heart to see clearly what is right, what is wrong, what is biblical, what is unbiblical, what is godly, and what is ungodly. So that, Lord, our Deeds, words, attitudes, and motive will be correct. Will be godly, Father. 
We thank you, Lord, for teaching us today. Help us to be doers of the word of God. We will not be just hearers, but we will put the word into practice, Father. Train your people like you train the soldiers and the army of King David. Train them how to use the spiritual arrow and sword and shield of the spirit. Train them that they will be fruitful and productive and become overcomers that will receive rewards in heaven. We want to be overcoming church, Father. We don't want to be the defeated church. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. If any one of you have not given your life to Jesus yet, I would like to encourage you to give your life to Jesus. Pray with me. Very simple. Many years ago, I prayed this prayer to the Lord and asked God to come into my life. If one of you in this room doesn't know Jesus, you can make a decision. The Bible says that you are saved by believing in your heart that Jesus is the Lord. And confess with your mouth. You need to confess with your mouth that he was raised from the dead. Two things. Believe in your heart. Two, confess with your mouth. It's not enough just to think in your heart, yes, I believe in God. No, you have to confess. In fact, I learned one thing last uh, Saturday. A group of people from Las Vegas came to meet us. And when these three persons sat at the lunch table, and the first time I heard from their mouth, they confessed all three of them at the same time. They say, Pastor Lao and Pastor Da, we want to commit our life to new hope and want to serve God with you. It's like heaven broke open in my spirit and Pastor Da's spirit, like almost like boom, because of that confession that now you are my pastor. The confession. It's just like the connection coming right away. I feel in, in the realm of the spirit, that confession so powerful right away. I don't know, Pastor, that you feel the same way? When they confess. So, you know, confession is important. Don't walk around confessing bad stuff. Oh, the Holy Spirit will not work for me. Oh, I'm going to die soon. Oh, I'm a failure. Oh, I'm going to live in this pain forever. No, confess positive thing. Confess the right thing. So today, if you are not a believer yet, you want to be a Christian, confess that Jesus is your Lord. Very powerful. Amen? Confess with me. Close your eyes and pray. Father in heaven, I believe in my heart. Jesus is my Lord. He died for my sin. He saved me. I confess with my mouth. Jesus, you are my Lord. My Savior, come into my life right now. I am born again today. I turn away from my sins and follow you, Lord. Serve you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let me say something quickly before I let some of you go if you need to go. If you go back 2,000 years ago and it happened that you walk with Jesus, you follow him. 
you will you will see one thing that he is very different from a lot of people. I always say that Jesus had a touching ministry. He lay hand a lot. I can one day print out a piece of paper to show you all the scripture that Jesus lay hand, Jesus touch, Jesus lay hand, Jesus touch. Even in the book of Acts chapter 19, the Bible say God performed unusual miracles by the hands of Paul. When you read all this scripture, you know that God still used laying on of hand to bless, to heal, to impart, to cast out demon, to do miracles in people's life. So as a pastor, if I don't lay hand on you, I'm stealing the blessing from you. You may not get all the miracle in one Sunday, but if you come to let God touch you, your life going to be better, stronger, and stronger. He work with you little by little because you cannot handle everything. The laying on of hand is in the Bible, and it's for the sake of the believers. So. That's why every other Sunday we lay hand, because we want to practice what the Bible say. Jesus said, "The work that I do, you shall do also, and greater work than this, you shall do." So I want to do the work of Jesus, and you can do the same thing. You can go back home while your husband is sleeping, your daughter is sleeping. You walk in and lay hand in the name of Jesus. Darkness have to leave my husband right now. Save salvation. You use your hand to bless your children. You receive the laying on of hand here, and you go out and lay hand on other people. It's amazing. One lady in San Diego came to Pastor Da last Sunday and said, I, "I was a very devout Buddhist. I hate Christianity, and I don't believe in what your guys say here." She came to our meeting two years ago with long-term knee pain. She came to Pastor Da and challenged her, "If your God is real, can you lay hand and pray for me?" Pastor Da, you know, she is not like a come out and preach and do a lot of stuff like me. She just lay hand on that lady and say, "In the name of Jesus, get healed." We didn't even know anything about it until last Sunday. She came, Pastor Da. After you lay hand on me, my knee totally healed, and now I'm a strong believer. Now I believe in God. God still use lay hand. You can go out lay hand too. But before you go out, okay, I like what one preacher say: the empty hand lay on the empty head. You understand what it means? You cannot give what you don't have. So on Sunday you come to be lay hand on to be recharged, fill up. So when you go out Monday to Saturday, you can lay hand because you have something in you to give. If you don't have nothing inside, you cannot give to people. That's why you need to have more, receive more, so you can go out and give to people. Now you understand why I lay hand, because if biblical is what Jesus did, Paul did, and so that I will not steal the blessing from you, and you can be recharged, you can be refilled to go out and help your kids, your husband, your wife. Your patient, your students, whatever you go out and lay hand on them. You may not have to lay hand like religious leader, uh, religious way. In the name of Jesus, no. You just maybe touch. You are the teacher. You walk and walk to your student, and you hug your student. And while you're hugging, you lay hand in the name of Jesus, bless sir. And power in your hand, you can bless by touching. 
Yesterday, one of my patients throw up and throw up and throw up without good reason. We just unusual throwing up right away in front of her and the nurse. I say, "Can I pray for you?" I feel so bad for her. She throw up in front of me, so bad. Right away, I lay hand in front of the nurse. The nurse look at me like, "Oh, this neurosurgeon is crazy." I lay hand and say, "In the name of Jesus, get well, be healed." Right after that, her throw up stop. She feel better. Lay hand on the sick. Lay hand to bless your children, bless your husband, bless your wife. Amen. It's in the Bible. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, today that we learn so many things, and we want to put the Bible into practice, Lord. Lord, give your people hunger. Give your people, Lord, the desire to receive from heaven, so that they can have. The goodness of God in their life to go out and share with other people. They can go out with power, with faith, with love to touch other people's life with their hand, with their mouth, with their eyes. Lord, send them out, Lord, into the lost world to help others. Father, they come here on Sunday to be recharged, to be refilled, to be renewed, so that they can go out and help people around them. Father, we thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus, Amen. If you need to go, I understand. But if you want to be prayed for, Pastor Dai and I will pray for you here. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. For every thirst and every need, You satisfies me with Your love and all I have of You. Thank you, Jesus. Bless these people, Lord. You love them. They are your children. You will impart good things into their life. You will heal them. You perform miracles. You impart goodness into their life, Father. Yes, Lord. Touch them. Give them more, more gifts, more grace, more favor. Give them more reparation and understanding, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Goodness of God. We are you, you, you. Can rest. Sing to a right to all Holy Spirit, filter, Father. 
Feel them, Father. Feel. Feel. Feel with the good things from heaven. Yes. Touch. Filter. Feel. Never be the same. Feel with good things from heaven. Feel their hearts. Father, <laughs> fill, fill in the name of Jesus. Fill in the name of Jesus with a good thing. Shurakasegatariyala pukushko, hepalla kasgatariyolokusegatariyala ba, shuriyala kasgatariyala kushko tarababa. Fill with the Holy Spirit. Have the, your spiritual eyes sharpen. The spirit of revelation come to you. <laughs> Jesus, fill, fill, fire, fill, <laughs> fire. Yes, Lord, fill. <laughs> the chains in your life are broken. The darkness have to go. But the light of God shines into you now. Chains are broken. Chains are removed. Kingdom of God comes. In Jesus' name, right now, fire, fill, free, liberty, experience with God, experience with God, fire, 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 fill. Touch you, Phil. <laughs> Phil, never be the same. The curse is broken. New life, abundant life, wisdom, see things. I bless you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, yes. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, yes, Lord. More of God, more of God, more of heaven. <laughs> grace, grace of God, grace of God. Grace of God, more of God. <laughs> Grace of God. Grace of God. Kita lagi suka terikat suka terikat suka. Suri kita terikat suka terapi kusuk kita terapi kusuk. Suka teriak lepak kusuk teriak lepak kusuk teriak. 
name of Jesus. Victory. I command that darkness, the destroyer, the stealer, the killer must go. I speak blessing. I speak victory into your life. Fire! Fire! Fill fire, 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 fire. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Grace, favor. I speak the grace of God and the favor of God upon your life. The grace and the favor of God upon your life. Fire! The presence of God. Filter, Father, with your presence. Help her everything, Lord. Why she is in this nation, this country. Grace of God will be sufficient for her in her life, a life in America. Here, help her, strengthen her, forgive her, and give her so much grace. Fire! 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 Phil! Phil! The Lord said to you, I love you so much. I have enough grace for you. I'll help you. I will lead you. Come to me. Follow me. I am your answer. I am your father. Keep your eyes on me. I will help you. I love you. I never condemned you. I want to help you, my son. Fire! Fire! Feel? Fire!
<laughs> you fire, 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 fire. in the name of Jesus sickness you cannot be on this body anymore you have to go right now in Jesus mighty name heal Jesus Jesus bless this baby father bless his family bless his family <laughs> <laughs> Put your hand upon them, upon the whole family, upon her, upon this baby, upon her sons, upon Sorin, her husband, Lord. Bless them. Oh, much grace upon her. <laughs> Strength, divine health. Save delivery. All of her kids shall serve God. She will rejoice when they grow up. All of them shall serve the Lord. I declare. I declare. I declare. Give her more power, more anointing, more grace. Fire! 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 The Lord said to you, I will be with you. I will never leave you and forsake you. Connect to me anytime, any day. I will be there for you and my presence will help you, say the Lord. Fire! Fire! Jesus. Fire. <laughs> Fire. Fire. More fire. 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 <laughs> Jesus 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 wala patala pa kasketre pe kaise shukutriya la pa kasketriya la pa khushkutriya la papa put your hand upon this family lord put your hand upon this family and bring grace to them grace of god Lord, teach her to be more sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Show her how to walk with you each day, and her life shall be full of victory, full of fruitfulness. Her life will never be the same. She will live like in the high mountain of God, supernatural, 
more faith into her heart, more understanding, fire. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. The Lord said to you, "I have more, more, and more things to teach you, to show you my kingdom. Be hungry. Be a good student. Be hungry and learn." Because if I can change you first, you can go out and help so many people. Say the Lord, fire! Thank you, Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> the Lord said, "I will help. I will use you out there to touch life. I will use you to touch your friend." Stranger, touch your family, loved ones. I shall use you to speak the word of wisdom. I shall use you to pray for them. I will be with you. You are my servant, said the Lord. Yes, I shall use you more from now on. The years to come, I shall use you, and you will go with my anointing, with my presence. Like Moses, don't look down on yourself. Don't think that you cannot do it, because I will use your hand, your eyes, your mouth to touch life. <laughs> fire, fire! Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, I pray, Father, that their spouse and their kids will love God. I pray that they will impart, they will pass down the godly heritage and inheritance into their children and their wife and their kids in the name of Jesus, and heal their body, Lord. Heal their body, in Jesus' name. Heal, Jesus. Yes, Lord. <laughs> fire! 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 Anoint. Keep more anointing. More. <laughs> more anointing. God can still use you. God can still use you. <laughs> God can still use you. Yes, use you. Fire. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Father, may Your grace be rich. Be. <laughs> Fire! The presence of God is here right now, all over your body, all over your life. Just take, just take the presence of God. Just receive, just drink. Yes, the presence of God is here right now. Yes, the presence of God will give you life into your mind, into your emotion, into your body, into your spirit. Yes. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Jesus, 
Jesus. Jesus. Fire. <laughs> Fire. Fire. <laughs> Jesus. Touch your father. Choose her to be a mighty woman of God. Anoint her. Use her. Empower her, Father, that her life will be such a great blessing to many friends, to many people around her. Lord, she will be a spiritual woman, sensitive to the Holy Spirit. She will see things you want her to see. <laughs> Feel her, Father. Jesus, Jesus. Shukur tera kisah tera yala pa, shukur tera yala pa kasih kita. Use him, Father, to build your church. Anoint him to be a man of God, to be a leader in the church. <laughs> Fire! 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 Use them. Better than before. Stronger in your faith. Fire! Fire! <laughs> Jesus, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Fill this body. Fill this jar of clay with the presence of God. The Lord said, "My presence is the answer to your life. Learn how to carry my presence. Learn how to carry my anointing." Learn how to walk with my anointing. Learn. I will teach you. I show you day by day. From glory to glory to glory, say the Lord. I will help you. Learn how to yield. Learn how to be an eagle that will flow with the wind of God. Because I am the Lord, the Holy Spirit, who can help you in every circumstance. Be like an eagle to connect to my spirit, to flow with the wind of the Katanabiks of God. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> I command that the curse in your life must be broken right now, in the name of Jesus. The chains that block you from being. Effective for God must be broken right now. In the name of Jesus, fire, fire, fill, fill. Bolu kusukutariyala pakiskutraba, shori kasele kutariyala kusukutraba. Bolu kisale kutarikiskutraba, kiskutraba ba. Omari kiskutraba, kiskutraba ba. Go ahead and speak in tongue. 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 Speak in tongue
Minggu tiga tu kucing kata lepas kita speak louder, speak louder kata lepas kita lepas kita cukup apa? Om balik kesil, kata lepas kita cule, kata lepas kita lepas kita kata lepas kita kata lepas apa? Om balik kita speak, he's speaking, he's already there. God is touching you right now. God is doing the cleansing work. God is anointing you, fill in more. God is doing some work in your life that you don't even understand. Oh, it's beyond human understanding. Holy Kasi kata dia lepas kucing kata lepas apa? Fire, more fire. More fire More fire More fire Fire More fire More fire More fire The Lord said to you, "I have more for you. I have more for you. I give you life on this earth to use you as my vessel. I have more for you in everything of heaven. More faith, more anointing, more love." More understanding and reparation, more of me in you. I want to use you. Impartation from heaven. Impartation from heaven. Impartation from heaven. More anointing. Soak her with your glory. Fill her with your glory, Lord. Fill her with the presence of God, carrier of the presence of God. Yes, your ministry will go higher. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at two zero six two seven five one zero four two. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. To a m o r gathered.